Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. We're joined by the uh, director of a new film. It's uh, actually premiering uh, at the Newport Beach Film Festival. It's called The Summer of Eight. Um, and the director and writer of that film is Ryan Schwartz. And he joins us here today on Film School. Ryan, welcome to Film School. Oh, Mike, it's such a pleasure to be here, man. Thanks so much for talking to me. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. Now, I'm going to, you know, I didn't even read the little intro. The synopsis, the Summer of Eight, follows eight uh, close friends as they soak up the last day of summer before parting ways for college. On the beach at dawn, the, uh, the friends ask themselves a question, what would they make of the next 24 hours together, or what would make it perfect? And that's really the premise. I'm not going to go. We can get into the rest of the permutations of that storyline uh, with the director and writer, Ryan Schwartz. So, Ryan, where did this story come from? Yeah, so Mike, so, you know, I was telling you off air that I teach as well, and, and I graduated USC Film School quite a long time ago in 2000, uh, and, you know, you spend so much time expecting your, your first film to be right around the corner, and it just wasn't happening, and finally, you know, after being attached to much larger projects, I finally said, you know what, I have to kind of do what I advise my students to do, which is grab a camera, write something, and shoot something. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... Pretty quickly, I finally decided to make this movie. I was going to make it on two iPhones if I had to. Uh, luckily, uh, people responded to the script, and we got a great casting director, and then the movie grew, and, and obviously wasn't shot on two iPhones. Um, but it just, I really wanted to write a personal story, something that I, was relatively contained, so we could do it at a, a decent budget. Uh, and I'm just a love high school movies. I love the themes of high school movies. Uh, and it was just an opportunity to make my high school movie. So uh, it was a blast. It was really fun. Well, let me ask you. I mean, you, you mentioned uh, sort of that you love them. Um, are, is there a sort of point of reference? Let, let's say people who are, who are interested in seeing um, Summer of Eight. Um, yeah, is, is there some reference point, or do you feel like you've created something unique here that you don't want to put people off in a, in a different direction? How would what would you say if I? No, said, I mean, sure. Growing up, I mean, if you know, John Hughes movies meant so much to me. Right. Movies like The Breakfast Club that kind of took place in a contained place in in, in a few hours. Um, I this is going to sound so pretentious, but when I was working on the film, I would describe it as Days to Confuse meets Tree of Life. And I guess what I mean by that is it's it's a romp. It's fun. It's it's eight friends, you know, spending the last day together. And of course, there's talk of sex and booze and drugs and all that. But I'm also a pretty sentimental guy, so I feel like it has. I hope it has this kind of. Oh God, it sounds so tough to say, but a little bit of poetry in that last day of their as they're kind of exploring their life. So it's definitely a fun high school movie, but. I like to think that these are really cool, smart, um, thoughtful people. Uh, and so they explore quite a lot of things and talk about quite a lot of stuff in the film. Yeah, I, and I would agree that the the characters, um, and by the way, you have eight characters, so there's a lot of juggling to be done as a director and writer yes. to make sure that people yes. are getting their due, getting sort of the defined characteristics that you're hoping to to give them. And of course, it's up to the actors as well to be, uh, you know, partnering with you on this. But there's a lot to, to, to kind of digest. And so that's always the trick, right? Getting these people it, into our minds right away, establishing them. Tell, tell me a yeah, little bit. You know, go ahead. Sure, go ahead. I was just going to say, casting, you know, yeah. casting is not just about finding the most talented actors, which these guys are amazing. 
The casting is also about finding actors that are generous. And I don't mean generous like in a scene where they're giving themselves to the other actor. I mean generous in their showing up. So, for example, one thing we did, the whole movie we shot on the beach, and there are days where I shot the scenes of just the four girls talking. And typically what an AD would do in that situation is schedule, give the guys a break, and they wouldn't come down that day. You know, they're essentially, if they're, if they're in the scene at all, they're, they're background extras. But I, a little bit inspired by Challenge Malik, I didn't want to limit the way that I shot the girls' scenes. And I knew that if the guys weren't there, then I could only shoot the girls from certain angles because presumably the guys would be in the background. And so I went to all eight of our actors and I said, hey, listen, this might sound weird, but do you guys mind just being there the whole time? Even though literally there'll be days where you're not doing scenes. And they just, all eight of them without hesitation, were like, Ryan, whatever you need, we're there. Mm. So there's something to casting that you really, you know, for me, I was so grateful that these guys were just the coolest people in addition to being uh, amazing actors. Well, let me use that as an opportunity to kind of run through the cast. Carter Jenkins plays Jesse. Shelley Henning plays Lily. Uh, Matthew Shively. Shively? Shively, yeah. Shively yeah. plays Oscar. Natalie Hall plays Jen. Michelle Michael Grant plays Aiden. Uh, Bailey Noble plays Serena. And Nick Barini plays Bobby. And then Rachel DePillo? DePillo. DePillo. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, I knew. Emily. And then, um, and then you've got Sonia Wagler. Playing well, them all, well, yeah, playing them all, yeah. So, and it is, it is a, a young cast. Obviously, they're leave, they're getting ready to go off to college. There, there is the that there's a lot of. I think sort of where we are in 2016. Um, there's a lot of subject matter that you would expect them to be talking about relationships and sex and where their places in the role in the world and philosophies of sorts and just sort of sorting out. But there is something about the years that we live in now where that this kind of talk isn't nearly as shocking as it would have been, you know, in, when you graduated from USC high uh, film school. That's, I think it's sort of an expectation now that we have for this kind of dialogue. It's more honest. It's more out front. Uh, and it provides, I would assume, for you as, as a writer and a director, an opportunity, a platform to expand on that sort of sex locker room talk, right? Absolutely. And, you know, it's the, the A characters I like to think are really different. And I'm a pretty mild guy and and, uh, and don't use the kind of language. There's one character in the movie in particular, Oscar, who is just, he's got the warmest, biggest heart, but he says some really crude stuff. Yeah. And, and I don't talk that way at all. And as a writer, it's really fun. I, I write in my office and my wife is a graphic designer. She works in the office with me. And I would write a line or two of Oscars that were so <laughs> ridiculous and crude to me, but I just knew that that's how Oscars and I would say to my wife, I'd say, babe, oh, my God, listen to this line. And so it was fun to kind of, but I, I felt like it was honest to him, and I have friends that are very much that way. Yeah. Uh, and, I, and I like to think I have quite a, it's going to sound funny, but a, a kind of a feminine sensibility, so it was really nice for me to write uh, the four women. I thought about my sister a lot. I thought about my, my best friends and, of course, my mom. Um, so, yeah, it was interesting to write eight different perspectives on that final day. Yeah. Now, you, you're a professor now. Um, is, is it at, where, are you, where do you teach? Yeah, I teach at the New York Film Academy, uh, but of course it's in Burbank. Our largest branch is actually in, in the Burbank. Branch. So, so in, in so, and I assume that the, most of the people that you're teaching are young. I don't know if they're this young or they're in this, basically the same sort of. It's it's a college. It's BFA and MFA. So yeah, they're from eighteen, nineteen, all the way up to twenty two, twenty three, and you know, of course, an MFA sometimes they're a little older. Yeah, but but I, I assume you know, your your daily experience, your your encounters. Uh, uh, this is a lot of sort of the grist for what you're writing about, what you're describing, what all have. 
Yes. So you you're there, and and I, I this sounds authentic to me. I mean, I'm, a, I'm older than you are, certainly, but oh, uh, I'm not sure about that. Uh, okay. Well, I certainly, <laughs> but I I'm just kind of curious. Have has your any of your students seen your film, or are you have you screened it for them yet? Uh, very few. Um, we did a couple test screenings where I had some of my students come, which was great, uh, and I got just great feedback, and it reminded them of their high school summer, and that's all I could hope for. You know, so. You know, everybody who's seen the film, I guess nostalgic is a word that comes up a lot. If you're if you've just kind of left that time, it feels very fresh. And if you're like you and I, who that time was a little while ago, yeah. I hope it kind of brings you back to that time. That's, yeah. that's the hope yeah. of it. Well, want to remind our listeners that we're speaking with Ryan Schwartz. He's the writer and the director of the film Summer of Eight. It's premiering at the Newport Beach Film Festival. Wonderful film festival here in uh, in the bosom of Orange County. And um it is uh, it's screening uh, on Wednesday, on Tuesday, uh, April twenty sixth at eight p.m. at the Island Cinema for its premiere, and then it's playing the next night on April twenty seventh at eight p.m. as well at the Island Cinema Theaters, which is in uh, Fashion Island, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and it, that's pretty cool. By the way, just for the experience for people who don't live in Orange County or hearing the sound of my voice or interested in seeing the film, come down to Fashion Island. Do yourself a, do yourself a solid. Yeah. Just come down because it's pretty it's pretty amazing. Um, the uh, the the, uh, the amenities, if you will, about living in this area. And and these this is prime time, eight p.m. both nights. Very cool. Very you got a, a yeah. nice slot on both nights. Yeah, and, and uh, I was there last night for the opening at Gala Under the Stars. It was beautiful. And, and Mike, you and I talked about this off the air, but I don't think we said it on the air. One thing that's so special about premiering in Newport is the entire movie was shot uh, in right, right there locally in, at the Little Corona de Mar. I should say the beach portion. There's a second half of the movie that takes place uh, at one of the characters' house, but the whole first half of the movie uh, was shot, you know, three miles from the festival. So it's really special for myself and the cast and the crew that be premiering there. Yeah, and do, are you... Are you going now? Are you doing a Q and A for any of the screenings Tuesday or Wednesday night? Uh, both. Yeah, uh, okay. most of the cast will be there Tuesday night. That, that's kind of where you know it's going to be a big show, and then I'll be there both nights. Um, so yeah, there'll be a Q and A after after the screening. Well, it is uh, it is a talented cast. I, I I don't have time where for this during this conversation to run through all the different um, work that these the, the cast has been involved in. But needless to say, uh, they have they've been around uh, you know the the rodeo a couple of times, and they they're mm-hmm. and they're very good. They're very good. They're very relatable. Um, everyone is distinct, uh, and I think again, as we mentioned earlier, having eight characters. Uh, to uh, to juggle that's that's quite an accomplishment. What what did you find in terms of as a filmmaker? What was what's the sort of the 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 day to day on the ground? What's the challenge? Are are you in your mind as you're as you're going through the uh, shot? You know, shooting for a day. Are you thinking I've got to make sure I do X Y Z to make sure that Nick gets his time? If you know, if Michael or whoever is there, is right. that how it, are you? Are you or do you have it sort of mapped out in a sort of a a, a grid? What, what, how do you how no, do you do this? Yeah, it's a great question, Mike. So obviously, the script. We even though the film feels very loose, I hope and and mm-hmm. kind of authentic. It was pretty much as scripted, aside from some improv. And so I saw that each character had a kind of a fair amount of real estate. It's silly to think about it that way, but I did want to make sure each of their voices came across. And so, you know, the one thing that's really exciting about shooting a a pretty low-budget film is that you don't have as many days to shoot as you want. Uh, And now that's challenging, but I actually found it exhilarating because you just don't have time to second-guess yourself. So we were 
burning through scenes on the beach, and it was a blast. The actors were so prepared that we could have done the whole movie in one take as a play. I mean, that's how well they knew the material. How many shooting so, days, Ryan? How many shooting days did you get? Yeah, this. I mean, for you guys who who kind of, you know, this will really be surprising to you, but we shot the whole movie in ten days. Ten days. Is, Usually, ten indies days. are twenty, but you actually shot this in ten days. That is impressive. That is impressive. It was fast. Uh, and one thing that was great, you know, there's a there's a scene of them that you saw dancing at, at, uh, kind of in the act mid, mid, midway of the film. Yeah. And they're sitting around one of their houses and they're dancing. Yeah. And it's one of my favorite scenes because we shot that on the last day, which would be the 10th day. And you, that was an eight actor sitting there, you know, pretending to like each other. This cast really bonded. And part of the reason, I'm so thankful to Newport, rather than having the actors slept back and forth each day, all the actors lived together in a beach house. And oh. so, and some of them had known each other a little bit from because they're all they're all working actors in L.A. But it was a dream come true for a director because these guys really had a blast. We would shoot all day, then they would go to the house, make dinner. I'm sure they did a little bit more. You know, it's probably some wine and some beer and whatever else. Yeah, but well, why not? They would come to set so prepared for the scenes that we were shooting and so familiar with each other. And so, I, I'm a bit of a mush, as you'll as anyone who sees the movie will see. But during that scene of them dancing, I actually teared up because mm-hmm. I realized that it is, a high school movie and a movie about friendship is all about chemistry. Yeah. And, and I don't think there's a director in the world who could, that has a secret sauce to that. You know? yeah. And so I was just grateful that these guys fell in love with each other in this 10-day journey, uh, and you see that in that shot. You know? And so mm-hmm. it, that, to me, is, was pretty special. Well, that's very cool, and it does come across in the film uh, that and the acting. Um, the, I mean, we've all seen bad examples of this kind of a film you know that just it just really doesn't work and it it and it, then it starts to turn into kind of a cartoon of sorts right. you know uh, but uh there's a genuine affection and um yeah it's and it's well shot uh i'm, I'm gonna get I'm, yeah it is well, let's let's give uh some credit to your uh to your cinematographer please but martin bien uh he's a portuguese cinematographer he went to afi uh and he's just i mean it sounds like I'm patting myself on the back because it's my film, but he's an artist and it's gorgeous. And every frame he shot kind of blew me away. Uh, and to be able to, sh- you know, Little Corona Del Mar is also so cinematic that anywhere you turn the camera, you're looking at yeah. either a beautiful sunset or a beautiful. But Martin is, I love the guy to death. And he'll be there actually on Tuesday night as well. Okay, well, and I'm going to, I'm just guessing it was, was it a spring, summer shoot? What, when were you out there? Summer, August, uh, okay. the last weeks of August. Uh, okay, August. Oh, okay. So beautiful weather. <laughs> well, August, really, what? Yeah. I mean, as a filmmaker and as a cast, I mean, you're you're in you know Little Corona, Newport Beach, Corona Del Mar during late summer. I mean, how 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 bad is that? <laughs> oh, it was every night. We we would take advantage of each sunset because we had a lot of scenes that you're shooting at sunset. We're yeah. shooting five days. You want to you want to be rolling on each sunset. And it was just, I, I literally directed the movie in a bathing suit. Uh, <laughs> yes. like I, didn't, I, I, didn't wear, I didn't wear shoes, and I'm a beach guy, so it just felt like home. It was so great. It was so great. Yeah, and if, again, it feels like it. Uh, it feels very, very warm. It's a very warm film to watch and to, to, <laughs> to experience. So, uh, once again, the, the film is Summer of Eight. We're speaking with the writer and the director, Ryan Schwartz. Uh, you've got some good producers involved. Um, are we... Uh. Right. Uh, are we looking? Oh, I'll just mention them while, while we're saying this: Michael uh, McGuire right. and Stephen J. Berger. Uh, Berger, yes, uh, Berger. Ah, what is wrong with me today? No Berger. problem. Yeah, be- Mike McGuire and Stephen Berger—they saved me. They were the best. Yeah, the best. and I'm telling you, ten days is it, that's a track meet for a for a filmmaker. Uh, that that's pretty <laughs> impressive. Um, 
tell me a little bit about sort of now we are we're is this the this is the world premiere at the Newport Beach Film Festival? Is that what I'm? You know, I got that right. This is the world premiere. This is the first time an audience of uh, an audience that I don't know will see the film. Okay. The needless to say, I'm a bit nervous already. Uh, well, I understand it's your baby. This is this is you've given birth to this thing, and obviously uh, your heart is in it with the uh, with the uh, all of that goes along with that heart, soul, sweat, and tears, and all the rest of it, and pulling it together. Um, are we? In the process, do we think we have a distributor? I mean, how, where do we go from here? Are you going to take it to other film festivals? How's this going to go? Yeah. So, Mike, I mean, your guess is as good as mine. I mean, we're that classic independent film. We we don't have a distributor yet. Um, uh, we just engaged a, a great PR company, Inclusive PR, and uh, oh, yeah. me and John, who you've talked to. Uh, and so there's some exciting things coming up. Talking to people like you is great. Um, okay. Uh, so we're just, you know, in the marketplace, you're a tiny little movie, you know, and so right. hopefully people see that this movie, you know, we just have to start to try to get it to stand out a little bit. Right. Uh, and premiering at Newport is a great first step. Yeah. And it's got, again, it's warmth. It's got some heart in it. I mean, there is that some. It's got heart to it. It It, it isn't, uh, it is not sort of an edgy, you know, crazy sort of, convoluted plot twisting sort of thing that you do with a lot of uh, indies, um, you know, because they're pushing the envelope to get noticed. This is a film right. that in a lot of ways, like a John Hughes film, what, we're, what you alluded to earlier, this is a film about kids, about film, a film about people trying to figure it out. We've all gone through it. You know, we get to that point now. Okay, now... Now we begin the the real the rest of our lives the part that is matters to us we're now stepping out into the world and trying to find our our way and that's what this film is about it's that very that baby step away from what's familiar into the less familiar and exactly. uh, and yeah and and it and it works very well and I I liked it I like your film I I hope that uh, I, I hope to see you maybe Tuesday night uh get over there and please do yeah. And see see you in the cast again. A very uh, a very cool and accomplished cast. Uh, again, we didn't have time to go through all of their credits, but uh, and it comes across on film. These people know what they're doing. Uh, they know how to they know how to put a character together and make it work on screen. And a credit to you as well as a director. Thank thank Mike, you, thank you so much, Ryan. Um, anything else uh, we left left out? Is there a, is there a website for it yet? Do we have something for Summer of Eight? Yeah, we have all sorts of social media. It's all um, Summer of Eight movies, so Facebook or Summer of Eight movie, Instagram. It's all at Summer of Eight movie. Okay. Um, uh, but, Mike, I really appreciate you watching the film, and this has been so fun chatting. This is a dream come true for me, you know, to be able to not just make a film but then start to get it out there and talk to people about it. So, Well, congratulations, really Ryan, uh, and continued success. And, um, Again, it'll you'll be here on Tuesday and Wednesday night here at the Newport Beach Film Festival. Tuesday, April twenty sixth at eight p.m. at the Island Cinema. Wednesday, April twenty seventh at the Island uh, Cinema. Both of those are at eight o'clock, uh, eight p.m. with some Q and A on both nights. Sounds like Tuesday they'll have the cast, um, and we'll see about Wednesday. But you'll be there to answer questions. Yeah. And that's one of the great things about film festivals is you get a chance to actually talk with the artist who made the film. You don't get that when you go to a normal regular movie screening this is a great opportunity thank you so much ryan and get back to your students <laughs> <laughs> exactly okay michael please come find me on tuesday and wednesday i'd love to introduce myself and i really appreciate the time you're so welcome ryan schwartz writer director summer of eight thank you right. thank you bye bye, -bye.
You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.